five, six, seven, eight. Come in. Come on. Hi, gay boys. Project You, the podcast. Nathan Jake. I'm Hungies. Grace Carr. No, I hate that meme. Nick Kelly. Fascinating content. Project You, the podcast. He's from Norway. There's no way he's a homophobe. <laughs> Hello, friends. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm Hungies. No. As usual. I... You have an avocado on your shirt. I'm shaking yeah. for Anthony from Queer Eye. <laughs> so what, what we're going to do is make this beautiful guac. Um, that's my Anthony impression, guys. <laughs> How was that? Do we like that? Oh, no. I was, uh, remember when he sobs in that first episode and my heart broke in 17 pieces? Oh, me too. Did everyone watch oh. the Australian episode? Yeah, it was Not bad. yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm living in my own regional Australia right Do now. I don't family? need Don't more. you love your family? Don't you want to have a fixed tooth because you love your family so much? <laughs> don't you want to cry right now because you love your family just so much? And every response was like, yeah, Spash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> World Art Australia. How many Shop. times did they say yes? <laughs> Not I enough. I tune out now because, like, non stop Jonathan will be going, Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually pronounced my yes. I love Jonathan. Me too. But it's just... he, he is who I listen like on Spotify. Oh, there you go. I listen like Karamo because I'm woke. I got, yeah, I got something bad like Karamo or Bobby. <laughs> Oh, I did a, I did horrendous. Anthony's would be like the Smiths and shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I did. knows what Tan listens to because he's from another planet. He's never met a trans person, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a bit hard to believe. Oh, that was some heavy that material. That episode was rough. That was <laughs> roughly done. But I saw Bobby on a float at Pride yesterday. I was like, you're just, you're just that, aren't you? That's, I did a, I did a who, who from Queer Eye would you date quiz, and I got Bobby. And I'm j- I just don't know how to process that. It's <laughs> horrendous information. Anyway, welcome to your new Queer Eye podcast. <laughs> Sometimes we do music as well, though. And the first music thing that we play every episode is one that you decide at Twitter on, on the Twitters at projectu.tv. What did we put up there this week, Nathan? This week it was Years and Years uh, promo single Palo Santo and Tide Levi's debut single Gold chains with 78%. It's Tide. Well done, Tide. Good to have a debut from Tide. What a sax. I know. Uh, done by The Roots. Oh, from Jimmy Kimmel? From Jimmy Kimmel. How? Why? No idea. <laughs> Is that. I, did I just made that up? Aren't The Roots the ones who like also play the um, office instruments with pop stars? <laughs> That's what they do. Oh, I think really it sad. is, and like classroom instruments and stuff. Yeah, it's the, they're the classroom instruments ones. It's like Shawn Mendes feet The Roots. And no, it, it's on Corden, isn't it? They do that? No. No, it's Kimmel. Yeah. Pick your Jimmy. I don't know. All the na- late night guys I get mixed up, they could all be the same person. I would have no idea. Like the human caricature, James Corden, especially. Oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Sorry, this has nothing to do with anything. I will shut up. <laughs> oh, that's a shock. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I never do that. No, so, I was just singing. Oh, oh yeah, no, you don't just do it. Yeah, say it. Please, <laughs> no, I was just singing about when I was watching the Royal Wedding and I'd had a couple of champers and I was just so angry that James Corden was there. So I was just treating, <laughs> tweeting about trying to piss James Corden off the entire time. <laughs> I just hate him a lot. I don't even know why. God, we've been savages today so far. Yes. Sorry, love you, James. Actually, no, I don't. I don't know why I'm trying to back it. What do we think of this song? It's great. It's nice. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's it really doesn't good, make any it? sense. <laughs> what do you mean? The, 
the way that the mellets pivot to uh, music is amazing in that they do it with, like, serious good artists immediately, mm. not like you usually find, like, a shitty producer in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> is the usual route. <laughs> He's not the first to go the rap uh, way. The fir- I, like This isn't rap. It's that, you know... R&B. Same shit. You're getting called out. Um, like, it's been done before, like, Cameron Dallas or, like, Jack and Jack. Mm. But it's very different in that this is really, really good, like, quality with artists who are serious. Mm, totally. Guys, you know what I just realised? What? It's not Jimmy Kimmel, it's the other Jimmy, it's Jimmy Fallon. They're all the same. <laughs> How could anyone tell the difference? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this song um, kind of reminds me of an early uh, moment from one of the guys that worked on it in Daniel Johns um, from his Talk album. And I like that. I like this vibe. It's very, very spacey and deep and cool. And it's very, like, mature as well. I yeah. Was, I was shocked. <laughs> Well done, Tide. Well done, Cosmos Midnight. Well done, Daniel Johns. Well done, all involved. What a team. What a crew. What a mellet. Sage is up next. <laughs> when, when's Steel's album coming out? <laughs> One of them. I remember the race. So, Dea is back with a song that is so good because it is an early brood song. Oh. It is! Um, Produced by Joel Little, who did Broods uh, and the first Lord album. Um, It's got the the kind of breathy vocal that um, George Anott did on the Broods songs. Oh, this is nice. Breathy but not boring, which is a line that most artists fail to toe. Real good. It's like straight off the first Broods album. What was that album called again? Evergreen? Yeah, good album. And it's really, really good. Like, I couldn't deal with how much it sounded like Broods. I had to go and look it up, but I was like, oh, I was right. Good. Yeah, that does make sense. I love my ears. Well, I miss Broods. Um, yeah. I don't know. What are they up to? Well, I saw them both in LA having dinner with Jared James. That's Classic. right. They seemed happy. I held George's hand for about five minutes. Got a bit weird towards the end, that hand-holding period. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of holding hands for really more than, like, four seconds. No, it was nice. It was cute. It was cute. I was watching a video with the Queer Eye guys today, and, like, it would just cut, um... Are you gay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, like, it would just have these strange cuts where it would, like, cut a minute out of time, or ten seconds even, and they would suddenly be holding hands from, like, across the group. (laughs) Like, Jonathan and Andy were just holding hands for some reason, and then it would cut again, and Jonathan and Tanner hugging. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I loved them all. I loved them. This song's great. Well done. I Daya. think it might be like a nine out of ten. Yeah, really bloody good. There's some really good sessions she's done. If you go back a few episodes, you can see our chat with Dale. She told us about some of the stuff That's she's right. been I up to. Forgot about that. She's just one of those. She's one of my favourites. She's incredibly refreshing, incredibly legit, and really chill about everything. 
um, but also really self-aware at the same time and like knows what she's done so far, knows what she wants to do next. It's cool. It's exciting. And, and the product of that self-awareness is good songs like this. Mm. We love it. We've stand for a long time. We have, and we will continue to. Uh, people that we have been standing for a while, uh, speaking of, is Jay Hart, mm-hmm. who has put out his debut single as uh, an artist himself. It's called Put It To Bed. Your words, they work up temptation. Look what your lips made me do. One of the best vocalists. I want to touch you all over. In the world right now. You want to talk to it, black and blue. Wearing that tobacco fragrance. Remember when that song, Conrad Sewell's sister Grace, came out with this You Don't Own Me song, and there was like all these kind of smooth, like. Are we having a bit of a renaissance of that sort of sound, like this? Yeah, it feels like it's been a pretty common theme the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah I like guess so. Dangerous Woman. Yeah. Mm. Put it to bed. Let me get close to you. I know you want it to. Put it to bed. Let me get close to you. It's very close to a perfect song. Standing in separate corners. Oh, his voice. Everyone says voices can move you, but his actually does. Um, songs in this style I can easily find quite boring, but yeah, me the too. way he does this chorus makes it really, really good, and that's why he's a great writer. Totally. But um, he's got some great credits. Zara Larson's I Would Like, Little Mix Power, mm-hmm. um, Betty Who's Taste, great song. Great song. Uh, but... The best song he has ever written on and will ever write on is Fleur East Sax. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise that was Jay Hart. I'm so happy about that. It's the best news. It's among the best songs of all time. Let me get close to you. Oh, it's perfect. It's it's time. Or get ready for it because I haven't put it on I'm my so button excited. bar yet. Oh my god, I'm so excited. What's uh. up with what, Nathan? Nothing. Ah, oh, okay. Shot watch. <laughs> that was fun. But there sort of is something that what's up to. He kind of ties into this right now. Well, he's still at number one with five seconds of summer young blood in Australia. Number one, uh, selling song number one, streaming song. <laughs> Number one album <laughs> and number one US album. Oh, that we didn't. I don't think we saw that kind of domination coming. No, also, I don't think that kind of domination's been done recently. Their uh, fan base seemed to have depleted so much during yep. that second era when One Direction had stopped, like um, pumping them up, mm. whatever yeah. that's called, touring with them, hyping, uh, hyping, hype manning. It's good. Like they had to do metro theatres instead of arenas. Yeah. Yet here they are, like, selling over 100k in the US again. It's nice. Good it's for nuts. them. It's nice. How ridiculous Good for them. everyone's bullshit the other day going, 
I can't believe they beat uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z in the charts. It's like... So the album wasn't on any other service except yeah, Tidal exactly. for 48 hours, the most critical 48 hours of the fucking piece. Yes. Yeah. So also didn't have deserved. a hit single. Yeah, that's also a very Won't. good point. Um, so um, a really important song uh, rising on the charts this week. Um, do we want to play in full or are we just going to play a little bit of it? We don't need to play it. It's, the ballads don't translate on the podcast. You're so right. I mean, you're so right. Mama, I'm so sorry. I'm not so New Demi Lovato with a very important message behind it. It's six on iTunes. Demi Lovato's songs don't do this yeah. here. And then she's five uh, with Solo with Clean Bandit. It's strange. Oh, yeah. It's the classic five, six, double. It's weird. Like, sometimes her ballads really, really hit, but then... What other ballads has she done? Skyscraper. Oh. Yeah. Um, cool for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> a bop. But then the really good ballad... Ekame La Coupa with Louis Fonzi. The really good ballad she put out with the last album didn't do anything, so it's it's very... It's weird. That's her song with Louis Fonzi. Um, we didn't need it. Australia's M Phases had a production credit on that. In fact, produced it. Yeah, so. that's really weird, isn't it? It's brilliant. Very odd. Good work from all involved. <laughs> Cheat codes and little mix. The drop is worth sticking around for. The rest of it can jump nah. in the bin. Like it slaps. Boring. But it's boring as batch. I still haven't listened to it in full. Yeah, I have, but my brain tunes out. <laughs> yep, pretty yeah. much. Nothing much going on there. Well done, little mix though, for being existent again. Sean Mendes. Um, Nervous is happening. Yay! Um, it's good news. Where's it sitting? So it's at 33. It's also rising on Spotify and uh, presumably Apple. Getting there. Um, so In My Blood still top 10, top 40 with Nervous, and There's Nothing Holding Me Back is finally starting to drop again. <laughs> and it's, a, it's at 76 <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> what a what Has a world. not left since it came out. Um, one to watch, which is in the top 30 at the moment. Then it be. Let me big, guys. Beatles, let it be. Currently number thirty in Australia. Did did something Why? happen with the Beatles? Did like a oh, because he did carpool karaoke, isn't it? Again, James Corden, terrible impact. <laughs> did James Corden be the reason this is up in the charts? No. No, Hey Jude is also charting. Oh, good on it. Hey Jude, what is happening? Hey Jude, how you going? Um, plus the new Amy Shark and and the bloke from Blink song is exists. Blink one eight two. Yeah, they did a song oh. together. Shaking. So I think he's from Blink one eight two. Mark Hoppus or something. Album alert! Album alert! Album alert! Panic at the Disco put an album out. They sure did. Um, it's called Pray for the Wicked, and as usual, it's great. It's full of bops. I didn't realise quite how hot Brandon. Um, Brendan Yuri is. He really is. Like, he just is so charming and he's so charismatic. I'm, I'm so glad that High Hopes is top 10 in Australia. I know, it's so good. Um, Who would have thought? Hey, like a Panic at the Disco song in the top 10 in 2018. I know! Because he, they consistently put out bops with every album and yeah. they don't hit. But this one just is 
since it's great timing, I guess. In the garden of evil. Um, I'm gonna be the greatest. I think one of the standouts from the, one of the standouts from the album is Hey Look Ma, I Made It, um, which is this song. This is kind of a song about the music industry, and some of it is kind of like a little bit uh, dark. Mm. Um, But it is uh, interestingly produced by Dylan Francis. Are you joking? They seem to be really good friends. Dylan hosted his like album release party live stream. Are you joking? Dylan Francis? Yeah. I can kind of hear it in a weird way. It's just the, the groove of it. It doesn't feel like a classic Panic song. It's the only one on the album that has like a dancey beat. The rest is all like by the same dude, I think. Jake. This should be huge. One of my favourite genres of music, and this is going back to that being a little bit about the music industry, is uh, artists that write songs about not making any money after their <laughs> last hit, and they clearly need to make money again. For instance... Yes, uh, Mike Posner. Also, that one, Nico and Vins, that's how we know we effed up. <laughs> that was with that Baby Rexa. Oh, yeah. Shout <laughs> out to Baby. Of course it was. Yeah. That was a great one. They're like, we had to go back to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. When will we get a song from Omi <laughs> regretting <laughs> going out with the cheerleader? Also, there's a song from 2013 in like the top 20 at the moment. I don't want to know about it. Dennis Lloyd, never mind. Yeah, you talked about it last episode. Yeah, I know. Shouldn't have. Because you'll you hate me um, when I do that. There's a song from Kungs I don't hate. Yay! Kung! And cooking on three burners. Cooking on three burners is nowhere to be found. But who Kungs has teamed up with is Stargate and someone named Golden without the E. Oh, I'm so sick um, of artist names like that. The song's called Be Right Here, and it has like ten credits on it that are wild. Including Camila Cabello. Charlie XCX, Nudie Bow, Throttle, and then Stargate. How does Throttle keep getting in these ridiculous rooms? How? How many rooms was this? How many MacBooks was this song? I don't don't understand, because it's just like such a basic UK house song. I like it. It's fun. You know we still play Kungs every episode? Kungs is in this bit. Twitter decides. That was a good song. Kungs Impact. It's great. Yeah, good tune. Uh, pretty much the boy band um, from the US created by Simon Cowell is still trying it. <laughs> um, and they've got this time an Ed Sheeran and Steve Mack song to try and do the job. Okay. It's called Good. Summer on You. Darling, I've been working all week. Yeah. I've got so much on my plate all week. No guitar has ever sounded more Ed Sheeran. I was going to say, why does Ed Sheeran have such a distinct sound? Like, it's so bland, but it's so Ed Sheeran every time. Right. Simon Cow pulling in some last favours from Ed and Steve. We'll hit the coast on the lane. Make love to Um, And the boy band Why Don't We just put out a Sheeran Mac song. Mm, I thought that which- happened. Did very, very, very little to start off with and then fell away. Yep. Does this have a chorus? This will do nothing. It's horrendous. 
I don't think it will either. It's, it's so, so strange. It's so. And this boy band seems to have the talent and charisma to work, but yeah. the music has been so boring. Bring back Citizen Four. And like these guys have been, I believe, like the executive producer of their stuff has been Savan Kotecha. So it should be much better than it is. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's very weird. Come on, Savin. Stop retweeting articles about Donald Trump. It's getting really depressing. <laughs> Just make it bop, please. I was busy thinking about Oh, Nathan, have you got some boys to show us this week? I do! <laughs> but first... <laughs> there's a boy we need to talk about. There has been a major change <laughs> that has shook the world. <laughs> and that is Charlie Puth dyed his hair blonde. <gasps> Oh my god, I just looked at it in real time. I just, I just oh. sent it to Grace in real time, <laughs> down the line. Oh my god. He looks oh. like one of the great flogs. So He looks style. like a cross between Squidward Squarepants and Pink. Squidward Squarepants. <laughs> I don't know, not Squid Patrick, the one that I don't know. I just he just looks like a cartoon caricature of Pink mixed with somebody that lives under the sea. Um, when he puts his hair up, it will look great. And that <laughs> selfie that he Nathan shared... justifying terrible the decisions. The selfie that he shared of it looks good. Okay, mate. <laughs> um, Let's hear it. <laughs> and I will, this is much better than that bizarre, like, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy wig that he had <laughs> what on. What the hell was that about? <laughs> oh, Poofinator, what are you doing, mate? But I think I it's love- good... People on Twitter trying to pretend it's bad, but they are just scared of the new powerful blonde energy. No, it's so emitting. <laughs> I love that I just googled Charlie Puth and it came up with like ten pictures of Charlie Puth, and in the middle is just Tan France. Horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy thinking about. Back to the topic at hand. Um, Music speaking, by boys. Speaking of blondes who emit powerful energies. <laughs> The second single from um, Ryan Beatty, uh, but according to Jimmy Fallon, might be named Ryan Beatty, but I don't know. He might have just made that up. Uh, I think you just made it up. Nathan's got a bit of a crush yeah. on old mate. 90? Oh, that's not what to say. 90? Stand this bitch since 2012. <laughs> Shut up. Since before I knew I was gay. <laughs> so this song is called Camo. Um, album called Boy in Jeans out on July 22. It's a great song. Camo print depression. This album's going to be really good, isn't it? Uh, it really is. Um, it's got like these... Oh my God, there is a dog performing CPR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you seen that video? It looks, it's so good. I don't think it would be heavy enough to do actually do CPR correctly, but, but it's cute that it's trying. So cute. Anyway, oh, it's sorry. It's bad when there are TVs in the studio. Man clings um, to car bonnet. So Ryan Beatty. It seems like his new style is like very hyper specific lyrics that are like very autobiographical. Um, with this production that's very very similar to that of Brockhampton and like a little bit Frank Oceany. Mm. Um, so if you're into that, get onto Ryan Beatty. Uh, he is great. And I love him. 
I'm hoping he goes on tour with Brockhampton when they come to Australia. I forgot tickets went on sale, so at 10.15, I went on there and I managed to get one ticket in the very back row of the of top this, part of the, of the seating. Oh, that's the worst fucking venue on the planet to sit in. I don't, like, I've never even seen up there. Uh, guys outside of Sydney, it's like... It's like but I'm you're in like an old school like Shakespearean theatre, but you're like not sloping down and you're behind a million people and you can't the see The Enmore Theatre, however, emits powerful twink energies. <laughs> I've seen um, Sean Mendes there. I've seen Troy there. Yeah. I'm sure others. I've seen the Russian Ballet there. Oh, good. Um, that um, Sean Mendes concert we went to was bloody great. One of my favourite concerts. so good. Ever. His arm looked great that oh, night. Awesome that night. <laughs> really good work on the arm there. All right, um, well, is that us done? Or, oh, no, we've got to do... Don't we have to do a bloody... What are you another, doing? Uh, another we have, um, like, three songs, Nick. Uh, this. So this is Crisscross Amsterdam, <laughs> something called The Boy Next Door, and yet again, Connor Maynard. <laughs> um, Always seeping his way back into the podcast. This is a good EDM song that I just want you guys to hear the chorus of and see how you react. Because we're never, we're ever, we're what? Come on. There, no. no, Chris Cross Amsterdam is to blame for this. How dare they? Oh, he did too, but no. No, it was cheat codes with Chris Cross Amsterdam. Right. Because it was one of those ridiculous Kungs versus no, Cook and Andre Burners Listen. Why would I listen to this when I can just listen to Shakira? Well, I can hear what the lyrics are this time. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to put it out there. It's only because Nathan likes Connor Maynard that this song's even made it to the board. If this was anyone else singing, if it was Crisscross Amsterdam featuring the Crisscross Amsterdam vocalist, it wouldn't have made the board, I don't reckon. Uh, if it was featuring it the, out there, the Cheat Codes vocalist, it would have probably. Oh, true, yeah. Because I no. think the, the way that they use... The Shakira song in the drop is really good. I'm curious. Um, you hearing this, Grace Can you? Yeah, can I, I am. Can you play the real Shakira one, please? I'm feeling sad. No. Play the real one and we'll compare and what? how much better and it I sounds. I can hear every lyric in the chorus, which I've never Yeah, you can hear it. Spanish. Shakira enunciates. She's Colombian. Colombian. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Oh. I'm sort of um, really like verbalizing these lyrics to Nathan. So I've heard those. It was the ones you just talked over that I didn't know. We're over. You're under. We'll never have to hunder. That's the the shit I've never been able to hear in my life. It's just I don't think they're the words I made those up. (laughs) You do a really good dog impression. You know what's a good a good Shakira song? Um, It's a song she wrote for the World Cup that year. This time for Africa. Zami namina, eh, eh, waka waka, eh, eh. The boy That's next good. door appears to just be one of those spinning records artists. So, interesting. Oh, it's a bit of a bop, actually. I take back everything that was said. Album alert. Album alert. Album alert. All right. BB's out. No more. <laughs> we don't even touch no. The BB Rex album ain't make no sense. It's like six different genres. <laughs> oh, we love her. We love our confused gal. There's some bops. Some serious bops on this thing. It's so well written. Uh, 
Um, this song called Knees, I was shocked to find, is good. If I'm not all you need, then just send me free. I'm down on my knees. If you're not the one, it's a very vulnerable album. You're just saying that because you don't listen to albums. <laughs> no, she says a lot in this album. Yeah, there's like three ballads in a row, which under no circumstances am I listening to. <laughs> the one being pushed on all the New Music Friday playlists is a song called Self Control. Yeah, which I don't think is too bad at all. It's fine. I love it. I love Baby. Um, Our gal. Her performance on Fallon or Kimmel, I, as we have established, I don't know the difference, of um, I'm a Mess is amazing. Like, there's a set, there's a storyline, there's a pillow fight, there's confetti, oh. there's dancers, there's a bed, and there's vocals, there's a screen. Ticking all the boxes. That sounds like a Saturday night for me. <laughs> This song's going to be a huge hit. It's going to go number one when she's here in the country. It's uh, doing amazing things on the Australian charts. As far as I know, the only one it's on is Spotify, uh, where it is at. 143 just entered. Mm. It'll get there. Promo tour will do wonders. Wonderful rest of your weeks, my friends. Especially Cher. Shout out to Cher. I really need to get around to watching the first Mamma Mia. Are you joking? I watch it at least twice a year with my family. If you'd like to come along one time, you're more than welcome. I would have no intention of watching Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, but Jeremy Irvine is in it, and I have to watch every Jeremy Irvine film. (laughs) Because he is beautiful, even though his wig in the movie seems to be bad. <laughs> Remember when me and my dad went to see the um, outdoor cinema screening of Mamma Mia with the gay and lesbian Sydney choir there, and um, Richard Reed hosted it, and it was the literal gayest thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> and on that beautiful anecdote, yes, Henny. Since many years I haven't seen a rifle. Thank you guys. Bisexual icon. Beautiful artwork. Uh, and just a reminder, I hate Pharrell. I can see it in your eyes how proud you are to fight for freedom. I don't want to pull it down. Oh, shout out to um, Kane Desfontaines for suggesting this. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quick poll. Does everyone think the new ABBA material will be good or shit? It'll be I bad. think it'll be like Agneta's Dance the Pain Away, which was terrible, but also an iconic bop. I'm really offended that I haven't been sent the new Keaton Lonsdale single. <laughs> When's it out? Friday. Friday. You'll cool. get it, mate. It's probably because I uh, made that terrible mistake of posting an article of a song that's out. <laughs> that's right. You were... They instead wanted to premiere it 22 hours after it was out in Australia as an exclusive on Billboard. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny when people forget about the internet. 
Back in the days of Fernando, embargoes and all that bullshit, no one was worrying about that. No one was worrying about time stamps and bloody billboard premieres. Literally, it's people had to go out. and hand hand people like a, a CD for them to leak something. Yeah. Now you can just click a button. My pop used to do distribution for Sony, I found out, about two months ago. Oh, my what? God. I know. It used it's to go in your and, blood. I know. It's in my bloody blood. It used to go and... It was a radio plugger. He used to go and deliver records to the bloody radio stations. What a beautiful man. Anyway, have a good week. Bye. What an end.